morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome, welcome to episode 258 of Dude and a Monkey. My name is Ian Loring, and as, as always, apart from that one episode where I had a nervous breakdown, um, <laughs> we are, uh, we, uh, we are, we are Dude and a Monkey, I am Ian Loring, and they are... Uh, Matt Foster, hello everybody. And Becky, hello everyone. Becky, the girl with one name. One name. I, well, I'm not. I'm not Becky Foster. So I, I would never introduce myself that way to anybody. Ah, oh, fuck it. No, I, I apologise. You know what? I apologise. <laughs> it was just the fact that, that we all, always say our second names. It's yeah. No, no. I can't, I, I can't I, do that. Yeah, it feels uncomfortable. I take that back. That's the one name. <laughs> I apologise. I'll remember that for the future. Okay. Um, coming up on this week's show, we got we got a double review of. Um, you can tell it's uh, you can tell it's a nothing cinema week because we're watching a we're, we're reviewing a Sky Cinema original, the uh, Clive Owen Amanda Seyfried joint Anon, and the Netflix original, the Martin Freeman um, zombie thingy, uh, Cargo. Yeah. Uh, we, we've also you know there'll be some what we watched and, and quite a few trailers as well. But what I'm I, you know because I'm leading. Steering the ship. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with a little something, something. So, I've been, I'm, I'm currently at my mum's in, in, in Spain at the moment, and so I haven't been on Twitter as much as I, uh, as much as I usually am. Uh, but today, I just saw quite a bit of noise about people sparring about. Oh, if you you know, if you still collect physical media, then you're a dinosaur, and then people saying. If you don't collect physical media, you don't love film as much as I do. Um, seem to be the, the the two polemic sides that, are, as always, are taken on um, on film Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is no grey. <laughs> there is black and there is white, and they're both wrong. There's no. Ah, yeah, I like yeah. Both for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I personally like this, but you're, you're cool to like what you know. You fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, it, it, exactly, and. I don't know, because it was a thing that I used to gab on about quite a lot on the mm. show, the whole kind of, like, physical media you, or, or digital. Did you by any chance sort of flip-flop back and forth between the two in any way? I may have a touch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's just, really unlike you, uh, though, uh, isn't uh, it? You did also convince yeah, me no. to give up physical media as yeah, well. Yeah, fuck that. I did, and then I went back <laughs> to it for a bit, which was, uh, which was great fun. <laughs> but no, I mean... You know, like I, 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 you know, I, I, I do, I do my guided meditation these days, and I get my, um, you know, I'm starting to get my my ducks in a row a little bit, and you know, this, I've got to say, this kind of debate would have phased me previously, yeah, but it hasn't, it hasn't, and one thing that has helped though is yesterday there was a big Apple conference, um, uh, worldwide developers conference. And they announced that in September, the Apple TV 4K is getting support for Dolby Atmos, which was like the last big look what we've got that 4K and actually physical media, because some Blu-rays have it as well, kind of had. Yeah. So now it's it's like it, it's funny. I was, somebody I um, tangent things ever so slightly. Well, not really. I. I visit this website, The Verge, uh, quite regularly. It's like a tech site. Yeah. And they, they have a podcast. And one of the guys on there was talking about how he just wants a streaming box that lights up all the, bu the bu 
all, all the lights on his AV receiver, <laughs> but like I'm getting everything. It's like some of them do three, uh, three of them, and others do the uh, two are the same, but one different, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I think it's because uh, the Apple TV 4K is the only streaming box that's going to support Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos, which is quite a big deal. Yeah. Um, so this is the thing from September. You know, I'm gonna, I'm now gonna get me a Dolby Atmos soundbar. You know, like I, I can now plunk down the money, and I'm not gonna get. I'm not going to get speak the light speakers all around because Donna would kill me. I'm just going to get a soundbar and I'll be I'll be good with that. Apparently the experience is really good. And now it's like right, fine. Apple, if you could get Disney films in 4K like Marvel and all that, that would be awesome. Apart from that, y you now have me totally, yeah. totally. And it's interesting because I don't really see people talk about 4K Blu-ray all that much which if people were as into physical media now as they were say three years ago yeah. and 4K Blu-ray was around then I think it would have been well, huge and I, I, I think you you, you Mark and, and maybe yourself as well Becky would be would, would be in that as Ab I absolutely yeah because I mean um, you still see people talk about Blu-ray quite a lot um, in, in terms of that but nowhere near to the same level um as, as it used to be, like you say, sort of three, four years ago, and it it, it, it does seem that like there's we're in that kind of in between level at the moment, whereby mm. people are still not quite um, crossed over to the to, to the full digital. But I think part of the full digital thing is you've got to have a digital streaming device that you can buy something on as well, uh, which occasionally mm -hmm. is forgotten about, and so. I think people look at it and go, well, do I want to buy it on Sky Store? Because what if I don't want to be with Sky in three years' time? And do I want to buy it on the B B B BT Store? Because what if I'm not with BT in two years' time? Mm. And there is that kind of idea. I mean, you'll still own it, but will you, ever, will you be able to watch it or anything like that? Whereas you're always going to want a physical player. Uh, and a lot of people have game systems, etc., and things like that. Uh, however, both me and y y yourself, Ian, uh, and obviously Becky, my, my, myself, um, we're uh, very much kind of like we, we went for the whole the Apple TV thing. I know someone at work, my work no, was no, saying... No, no, no. You went for the Apple yeah, TV thing. Yeah, but you thing, use it as well. Collection. Yeah, um, I'm always a little resistant to change, mm. though. Yeah, but, but somebody at my work sort of said to me, um, oh, right, yeah, but what's Apple TV like? And I was like, it's it's, it's, it's good, yeah. And I said, oh, well, what, what can it do? And I'm like, well, it can play Prime, Netflix, and um, you can play iTunes movies on it as well. I'm like, all oh, right. Oh, does iTunes have a streaming thing? No, you, you buy them. All right, and it just it, it baffled them. They're like, oh, mm, mm -hmm. but what else can it do? It's like, well, that's 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 it. That's what it can do. They're like, all right. Oh, why don't you get one of these Cody? And I thought, if you say fucking Cody box at me, I'm gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> and I, I I had to explain, and I, yeah. I I felt like such a fucking hypocrite. Have I been somebody who has? And will admit that I have torrented things over the years, but I felt like such a hypocrite. When I'm there and they're going about these code boxes, and I'm saying, I, 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 do you know what? I just don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The no, no, sorry, no, no it's, it, I, I know where you're coming from. It's like sometimes it's like you do it and then you feel a bit dirty for doing it, don't you? There's an entitlement, I think, nowadays with some people yeah. with, with, with that. And I know it's a slightly different tangent within the, 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 the topic of that, but I think it does pan round to the whole, the whole thing of. Um, at the moment, we do seem to be in this a, a little bit of a between ground for mm. people, where 
they're not buying people quite simply aren't buying as much physical media as they used to buy because a lot of their kind of what they're getting they're getting it from um, things like streaming services like Prime and like well, majority of Netflix I think the um, the the draw for, for quarantine and stuff in the way back when was more convenient than being cheap yeah it was I don't want to go to the cinema or I don't want to wait for it to come out or I don't want to have to go and physically buy the DVD it was there on your computer and now that there is stuff like Amazon Prime I'd rather pay for it and wait a bit for it to come on Amazon or Sky Movies or Netflix than than it always felt a little bit bad to someone for someone who loves film to then be taking that money out of the mouth of the filmmakers. Yeah. You don't put money in your mouth out of the pockets of the filmmakers, um, just purely for convenience. Maybe okay. you don't put money in your mouth. <laughs> well, my mic. The thing is, it, it's so it's always it's harder to torrent yeah. now than it is to just legally rent and or buy it. something and it, it should I mean, be because what, what, we, what we can't forget with, with torrenting mm. is, is uh, when people go oh it's really annoying when you can't find some or like Pirate Bay or kick off torrenting like, oh, it's really annoying like these things out there it's like right that, that's a, that, it, it is, is illegal against the law, yeah. it, 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 it is against the law that's like saying to people oh it's really annoying every time I try and walk out of um, Sainsbury's with a Twix they keep stopping me and telling me I've got to pay for it every time what's I drive 50 in a 30 zone I get stopped what's going yeah. on <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, so that that that's the thing. I mean, it just. I did try and torrent some stuff around the start of the year, like around Oscar time, and I, I you know, it's just like the, actually trying to find something that's not blocked by my by my ISP, like an actual like Pirate Bay type site. Yeah, yeah um, the, the list of proxies. You know, the, 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 yeah. Yeah, the dealing with the dealing with you, Torrent, and then frankly, the fact that I realised, oh shit, I don't actually have anything plugged into my TV anymore that can read yeah. these files, <laughs> and it was just like, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah. Screw it. Yeah, I, 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 I can't be asked. I'll just wait, and if it means I don't have as much to talk about for for the top ten um, show in early January, never mind. And I, I don't know. I am kicking myself because I did have the chance to see a pro like the LFF press screening of The Shape of Water and I didn't go because of work and that film is still so far my number one film of the year and it the, the thought of having to talk about that in January when that came out like a year ago is really is kind of bothering me but it, it but it is it is what it is but aside from that kind of time I just don't see a time when I it, it, it would really be necessary to be a thing now. It's like I can go and see something in the cinema, and there's so much just coming out, like coming out day and day yeah. on VOD now. Um, or, or is like is that kind of film, but now it's just on Netflix or Amazon Prime instead. Um, so it, it, you know, like I say, it, it is just more difficult. And frankly, it seems like the ISPs are getting a bit more hardcore on it as well. There's a person that we all know who has had two letters from their internet service provider about downloading two separate things. I had one last year. I've, I've, and, had, I've had two of, know, the, one of the one of the emails last year. There, there, there you go. Kind of thing. No, it, it, it's a, we don't know if you're aware but you know that film that you downloaded? Well, actually it was you shouldn't have done that because it was from an illegal site. I still maintain mine was Guardians and it was Sky Spot. 
It was Sky's fault because it was on our planner. I remember and you I recorded about it because when Guardians 2 was coming out and yeah. it was on our planner. Yeah. And then they deleted it off everyone's planner what? and took it off um, the Sky movies on demand. They are money grabbing fuckers though, to be fair, aren't they? When there's a sequel coming out, every trace of it just disappeared. But yeah, but it was literally, it was on our planner. It wasn't like oh, it was. Like, it, like it was still on the demand thing. We downloaded it onto our planner and they deleted it off planners. Mm. I mean, uh, and I, I think that's a really, I think that's an interesting segue, just because the one thing about digital is the fact that they can just yeah. remove stuff, if you know, if if a license did expire or something like that, and it, you know, it is the whole you are paying for the right to be able to watch this thing, but that could be revoked mm. at any time, um, which, you know, which which is which is a legit concern, but. I think at the same time, if Apple or Google or Amazon were to remove these things, you know, they would, and in big enough numbers, I think they would start to experience a bit of a PR storm. Um, you know, because I, 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 I think a case in point is something like uh, Avengers or Iron Man, like the early MCU films, because the, the, the home video rights would have been paramount back in the day before Disney bought Marvel, and now they are disney and you still can watch those films it's just you know i i think avengers doesn't have itunes extras because paramount didn't bother doing them and disney haven't ported only over any extras either but aside from something like that you, you're not really missing out anything um even though that that does bug me though um but then again, I, you know, you did actually get that kind of case with physical media as well, where there might be, because of like BBFC kind of things, there might not be extras that appeared on the US version and the UK version, case in point, Avengers yeah. Assemble. There's a Joss Whedon commentary, which is on the US Blu-ray, which isn't on the UK Blu-ray, because the US version of that film had, what was it? It was when Agent Coulson was killed, there was a bit of blood. There, there, there was, like there was a, blood a blood spur, spur in the... Um... It, it, it was, was that in the UK version, but not in the US version. It was no, US it was version, the other way UK version. So, yeah, so they basically couldn't be asked to get the the commentary track re-rated. Like, oh, like they got it rated on the US version, didn't get it rated in the UK version because it cost it essentially would have cost them more money. So they were just like, fuck it, let's just not do the commentary. Um, I mean, you can, I think you. I think I got the well, that's it. Um, YouTube, didn't, like didn't, day anyway. Wasn't but... that like an official upload to YouTube as well? I think that... uh, it might have been. To be fair, it might have been something, something like that. I def YouTube. I definitely got it on YouTube. Whether it was illegal or not, in the end of the day, that's kind of YouTube's problem, yeah. <laughs> not, well, uh, not I, mine. I remember seeing a thing um, from um, from Duncan Jones um, when he was talking about mute and saying, you know, people saying that. The problem is, you know, with mute being on I on, on Netflix and things like that, there was never going to be a uh, any extras on there. Um, and then he did speak about it on Twitter and said, "Well, actually, there's no reason why I couldn't do a a commentary track and put it on YouTube or release it as a podcast or anything like that." And then, um, uh, literally, like a few hours later, he put out another tweet saying. Oh, actually, apparently, I might not be able to do that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I mean, like the legal ramifications of that, I can't imagine are anything because if you haven't got it, like the the audio in the background, then it's just somebody I, talking. I think it, I think it was um, more. 
it might be more uh, if you want to do business with Netflix, you're going to play by these our rules. There. But I mean, that would be easy. I'm sure there's somebody yeah. at Netflix there going, fuck it, do we just do a... At some point, do we do like a commentary yeah. track, like a, a Netflix podcast that's just commentary tracks and just sling them out there? If people want to listen to them, they can do. And if, if Derek's want to record them, they can do. But there'll be somewhat like that. But Netflix are very savvy with these kind of you things in terms of. And you have it running over the film, like you would a commentary track if you. They won't do that. Why? Because I just don't think they will. In the same way, they won't put trailers on. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix yeah. don't give a fuck. It's like they, they, there's no like behind, behind the scenes type stuff on Netflix just because they. Yeah. And people pay for the service and the films, and that's what that's that's what they want to pay for. Yeah, they, to, they, to do the to do these things, yeah. and they, they they don't they don't want to pay for behind the scenes featurettes and things on their movies. They just want the movie. Do you reckon at some point Netflix will try and cash in and, and no. release like physical media of their originals? Um, no. With, with specials on. No. They they well they have with the TV, well, the TV series, they, yeah. They have with yeah. the TV series like House of House of yeah, Cards is on Blu-ray yeah. and, and and whatnot, but um, no, I mean that the thing is, I I think maybe they kind kind of want to just like pump their 4K, pay a tenner a month, and just watch the stuff in 4K streaming because hey, you know 4K physical media, yeah, you don't want worry about well, that, a, do I, you? I, I, I don't get why like, anybody would go out there and spend 30 quid on a box set of House of Cards when essentially at the time when House of Cards the first few scenes were out 30 quid was basically like half a year's worth of Netflix nearly yeah, yeah but some people yeah. like to have it don't they I, don't, it, it, I can't see why for, for something like House of Cards but say Netflix released a really good movie at some point for instance the, the Scorsese ones that they're supposed to be doing yeah. when that comes out people may want to ha- own that and have the special features it's different isn't it netflix can ne- like, like we said before they probably won't with their originals but netflix can remove stuff at any time yeah wouldn't their originals they, they probably I, never will. no they probably never will but they could but they could yeah yeah that, that that's that's it uh, and i mean the, the annoying thing is i mean like amazon studios are far more loosey-goosey with this kind of stuff like they they don't care they you know they'll let things have a theatrical release and you know bef- and like not day and date so that it will actually play mm. in cinemas um you know they'll they'll let they'll basically sub- non-us they'll sub license things by manchester by the sea with studio canal yeah. um there, there, there are other examples i just can't think of them at the moment but when they've got content that is just like look let's just stick it out on amazon prime then they do like last flag flying that had a um, like a one-day theatrical thing where there was a like a satellite Q and A with Brian Cranston, and then that was on Amazon a few weeks later. Um, and I, you know, I think they're just case by case by casing it. Um, you know, I mean, there's a trailer we're going to talk about in a bit, which is an Amazon Amazon Studios film, and they are going to release that thing in cinemas because they think that is going to do some business both both critically and commercially. <laughs> Whereas Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but whereas Netflix are just like, nope, it's yeah. our hours. To be fair, though, if if they were I, if they were putting anything on Netflix that was awards worthy, they might think differently. Because they have to have theatrical releases, well, don't they? I, yeah, I mean, for certain awards. If if they're not going to do it for the Irishman, no, they're not going to do it. That that's the thing. Like, if they, it, it, it's going to be fascinating to see what they do with yeah. the Irishman, but. It, 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 the thing is, uh, 
to be fair, I don't think this is all Netflix no. either, because if the cinema chains were willing to go, yeah, oh, you know, view, yeah, all right, then we'll have the Irishman. Yeah, you're gonna put it out day and date on Netflix anyway, but we'll, you know, we'll show it for a week or two, see how it goes, and if people want to see it in the cinema, then great. But the cha- the big chains aren't yeah. gonna do that because of the whole 90 day window thing. Um, so you know, Netflix are being slightly forced into a corner. But conversely, it's making their offering look stronger because it's like, look, we, we're trying to get, the, you know, the cinemas don't want to show this. You want to see the new Scorsese either go to a picture house where we'll do deals with them um, or um, bloody Curzon um, because they're, they're, they're cool with it or, you know, just watch it on Netflix. Yeah, and then, you know, Curzon or picture house, whoever, look good from a film fan point of view. Netflix look good from a like everybody else point of view, and it's the the cinema chains that will lose out. And on something like The Irishman, you you know, they yeah. will lose out because a lot of eyeballs are going to be watching that the weekend that comes out instead of going to the cinema to see whatever is whatever is big release that weekend. And with no Star Wars, it's going to be an awful quite lot more quieter Christmas at the cinema than it would have been. It makes the big chains look a bit like bullies as well, doesn't it? So it, it does make yeah the, the, the smaller indie theaters like yeah. like picture houses and stuff and Netflix look like the you know the Johnny Come Lately trying to kind of get in on the scene but being bullied by the big boys. Yeah, it it does work work in their favor really. But we had for instance last year um, Bright. Um, more people watched Bright last year in the week it was released, which was what two weeks after The Last Jedi. Uh, more people watched Bright in that week worldwide than watched The Last Jedi in its first week. Oh, Bright's a masterpiece. So, <laughs> so more people watched that because <laughs> part of that is yes, they all wouldn't have gone to the cinema to see it, but even if you say 10%, yeah, it still would have done alright. It's a, it's a Will Smith film mm. at the end of the day. It's, it's it was a big deal. Bankable. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination, but, it, but it's it's not bad. I didn't find the scene in the film. Yeah, cinema. it's fine. It's entertaining enough. It's a bit ham fisted with its messages, but. I didn't get its message, to be honest. Did you not, no, though? No, I didn't. No. I just thought it was a bit, a bit, a bit of fluffy fun. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Trolls and shit. Good. Yeah. yeah. See, that's all I got. District Nine is just about aliens. As it well. is as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Solid messaging. Um, but I mean, and that's I mean, with the, the physical media side, I don't know. It's just these days, it's it's the cost, it's the clutter. The, the, um, the mad thing is, we it, were in yeah. H and D the other day, uh, and the DVD section is still bigger than the Blu-ray section. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I was just really sad I couldn't find the game section, it, to be fair. Yeah. I missed all that. <laughs> oh, there's just barely any game section in HMV. It's, but then again, I mean, like, how much do you fucking pay for a game in HMV? It's bloody ridiculous. Um, yeah, straight up. But, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, you go into HMV and you pick up a copy of, like, Four Ragnarok on UHD Blu-ray. It's like twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> really? I... I you know, I'm, I'm going to pay 13.99 for that on iTunes. Okay, HD, but never mind. Get it a couple of weeks early. Get all the extras. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, like, The Greatest Showman. 
eleven ninety nine in four K on iTunes, and it's twenty quid for the That's disc. Crazy. It's got all you know. It's got all the extras, and it's yes, the image quality is is not as good. It does depend on your streaming connection. I mean, I'm lucky that I've got like a fast Virgin Media fiber optic connection. So here I am in my fucking ivory tower. But for me, I'm in a position where it looks good enough in 4K as, to be fair, streaming HD looks good enough compared to Blu-ray where it's like the money that money difference is not worth well, it. Well, yeah. Uh, you know. So it's going, it's a good sorry, example God. here. Uh, I could buy right now... Uh, the, I mean, I already have one of them, but I could buy a, the Fifty Shades trilogy for sixteen ninety nine, right? Get all three movies in four K. Uh, that's Dakota John House's uh, in 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 four K. Um, for sixteen ninety nine, the four K Ultra HD Blu Ray is nineteen ninety nine. Well, for, and for that's one, for of, one the of the films. Sorry, yeah. I've just I've just rabbit hole yeah, trying they, to find out whether the steelbook is greatest showman yet. There isn't. God damn it. That's weird. That, see, that's it. We've got greatest showman on iTunes. Oh. I will buy it on steelbook when they eventually release one. The, 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 there is a there is a, a, a Fifty Shades darker um, <laughs> 4K. 4K book. <laughs> steelbook oh. wiped clean. Um, Ew. Uh, and that's £36. <laughs> wow. God. So, if, if you yeah, wanted to buy right. the Fifty Shades trilogy, I'm just doing this as an example, right? It would cost you £106, right? You do know everyone's shouting no one wants to buy the Fifty Shades trilogy except you. <laughs> I'm very well aware of that. It would cost you're you £106 to buy it on 4K um, Ultra HD mm. if you wanted to buy it right now. Or you could pay 16 on iTunes. Mm. And, and... I think I'd struggle then to you, pay 16 then you wouldn't, to be fair. Well, I'm gonna. Was, was, was that message tone your point? <laughs> <laughs> it better not be. Maybe. Well, was it? <laughs> the thing is, there's so much rewatch value with those as well. There is. Like, with the exception of the first one, they're funny. They're like funny movies. And the dialogue is so shit, but it's like it's like normal people speak. Like, instead of film script speak. I think I think the second two are, are just funny. The first one's shite, but the the second two are funny. <laughs> the first one that tries to be a movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I quite I, I quite like the first one. I thought the first one had some interesting <laughs> shit to say. Yeah, that, that was it, my problem know. with it. Don't fucking try and say interesting shit. Just show me her titties and show me the fucking room. Which one's the one with with Fifty Shades of Foot? Fifty Shades of Foot Tops. The first one. First one. Which what's the other one? The other funny thing. Uh, kinky fuckery. Kinky fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Kinky 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 Kinky
that's essentially it won. Um, you know, I think there are there are companies still doing amazing work in physical media like Arrow and Second Sight and whatnot, but it does the collectors thing. It does feel like it's you know they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're for they're, people they who want to collect in the same way as as I, I saw a tweet from um, one of the guys who works for for Zavi. Uh, somebody tweeted him saying. Um, why the fuck do you keep releasing all of these different movies on Steelbook? For God's sake, Blu-ray is dead. And he responded saying, "Do you think we'd still be releasing them if people weren't buying them?" Mm. My my thing on it yeah. is yeah. something that I'm either watching for the first time that I'm not sure about, or something I've seen before, and not that fussed about. Happy to stream it on something like Netflix or Prime. If I'm marginally bothered about it, I buy a digital copy on like on iTunes or or whatever something that I'm really bothered about I will buy on physical media I will probably not on Blu-ray but if they release a steelbook of it I will be there buying it I I will buy British Showman steelbook if they ever release it I've got four different physical copies of Blade Runner you know it's stuff that I really care about I will buy physically because I want to own it and have it and have the the stuff that comes with it and generally the special editions like that Blu-ray no DVD Blade Runner set that we were looking at the other night that mm. I've got upstairs. It's got all sorts of crazy shit in it. There's postcards, there's like a film cell. I've got one, my Blu ray one's got a little model car. I like that we've stuff. We've got quite a good cell, cell with that because sometimes you get film cells, don't you? And it, it ends up being like a really shitty bit of it. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Um, like I got one uh, years ago in a VHS for um, Saving Private Ryan. Um, and the film, oh, scene, no. the, the film scene that I got was fucking crap. Wasn't it, it just like a foot? It was like a foot, yeah. It's a yeah. foot. That's no, it, it, was, it, was. it was nobody. It wasn't even one of the main cast's feet. It was one of the ones from the from, uh, oh. the uh, Storm in the Beach. And it was just some random guy who gets shot a minute later as foot. Uh, however, I did also get one for the uh, uh, Thin Red Line as mm. well. Uh, and the still I got for that was uh, a still of like one of the of like a close up of some long grass. Yeah. And at the oh, time, yeah, that was the really crappy. I was thinking, was it? <laughs> at the time, I thought, I thought that shit. Why couldn't I got something fucking cool? And now I kind of look. I, 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 if I still had it somewhere, which I probably do somewhere, yeah, I'd look at it and go, "There is nothing more Malikian than that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think the, there's, there's another thing You're that right. kind of I think that we are missing here is uh, I think the, the the amount that people are renting um, yeah. from yeah. places like. Um, BT Vision and Amazon and um, Talk Top, UU Box, Sky, Prime, yeah. and things like that. I think that has oh, got the 199 us. Prime has got, has got, got us through a lot of nights where we've been sat through, sat for an hour going, "There's nothing on Netflix or Prime." So yeah. it's like a 199. That, that amazing thing where you go, "There is nothing on Netflix on Prime and Sky." What is it? It's like no, there is literally thousands near tens of thousands of things on these things it's just there's nothing that i want to watch right now which is well there's 10 things you want to watch but nothing that stands out which is ridiculous because <laughs> if you used to, go, used to go to the video shop and go and have like five things and go well, i could only have fucking two i <laughs> have to put three back and i can sit there with netflix for three hours going nope nope well something nope, i feel kind of special nope, about renting though even nope. if it's digitally there is it's like you have you have committed to watching it's this almost... particular movie this night it feels like a treat yeah. yeah yeah it does in the same way it feels like a bit of a treat when a good movie comes on tv yeah and, and then an advert comes on and you go what the <laughs> fuck but then, 
But then part of that though, because like if it's on TV, like back in the olden days they couldn't pause TV, so you needed the advert. So it's kind of nostalgia sucks you back into like that feeling of watching films when you were younger. Mm. <laughs> That's the thing, we don't have um we don't like don't have live T V in our house. Like we've got we've got iPlayer and like ITV, like, like ITV hub and whatnot for if we want like wanna watch something like live. But we don't have a, a, a cable box or like anything plugged into the aerial, so like adverts, it's amazing because the only exposure to adverts that like Lottie has is literally in between videos on YouTube, <laughs> um, and you yeah. can skip um, those. Mine's football. Um, That's so it. beyond that, I don't really, I don't, I don't really watch adverts. Yeah. We don't, we don't really watch TV, do we? If we watch TV, it's usually stuff that's. If that's I'm, if I'm sat and I'm, bit, I'm feeling a bit lazy, I might watch some Buffy reruns on Sci-Fi. That's all it's on sci-fi now, isn't it? Oh, it's like gosh. it's like Comedy Central's just friends. <laughs> but nobody <laughs> yeah. watches it now because everyone's got Netflix and it's on there. Yeah, Firefly's sometimes on sci-fi. Yeah, but they give a shit about it. Yes, they do. They shouldn't. Shit. <laughs> People give a shit about Monster Two Seasons. Aww. Ha, burn. I don't like it anymore. He's got a point. No, he doesn't. He's got a point. Yes, he does. Um, I can mean. <laughs> have a look at the. Have a look at the yes. results of the poll. I, I had a look at this. It was quite interesting, actually. Yeah. So if you add up, so it was basically which one of these do you do? Streaming, 4K streaming, Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray. And you add up the streaming ones and the Blu-ray ones, and it's literally fifty-fifty. Mm. Yeah. Um, I believe oh. 4K stream. 4K streaming came last. Not 4K no, streaming. 4K Blue. No, 4K, 4K Blu-ray 4K Blue came, came last. Then 4K streaming, then streaming that and Blu-ray. That is mad though that it literally came out at 50-50. Yeah. And so that, that's it. It does... A year ago, it would have been more heavily weighted towards Blu-ray. Yeah. It, like, I, I think I think substantially it would have been. And I think, Nate, you do that this time next year... And I think it will be more heavily weighted towards streaming. Yeah, probably. Um, and, and this is like people who follow us on Twitter voting as well. So it's not like you just like took it out to like man on the street. I mean, man on the street would probably go like yeah, streaming. Yeah, DVD. I buy my DVDs at Asda. Yeah. Which yeah, is, yeah, it no, isn't no, a criticism. Exactly. It, it's just, you know, it, it's a fact. Different audience. It's a different, it is a different audience. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and there's, there's there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, not not immediately anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just I I thought that was that was kind of interesting, and it does feel like it is just as always people on one side or t'other. And for me, it's just like if you can afford, if I if I can afford 4K Blu-ray, like to buy it in the numbers that I probably would want to buy it. I probably would still be that. It, for me, right now, it is the cost thing, but convenience is a massive factor as well. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, it just—it sounds so lazy, but just the idea of actually changing over discs and having to keep <laughs> discs in some place ordered and whatnot now is just—it's uh, an, an anathema to me. If that's uh, an, an yeah, anyway. It, it's I no, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. And I, I I like where your head's at, Becky. Like just 
if I want to have a physical copy of this because it means something to me, then I will. But otherwise, nah, you know, yeah. streaming's fine. I, I, I think that's a very, I think that's a healthy place to be. These yeah, days. well, that's it. I mean, it, it, I think, I think I'd, I'd be hard pushed to buy a standard Blu-ray though. Like, I'd, I'd just keep an eye out for a steel book. Mm. I do like a steel book, although they make me anxious. I don't like touching them in case I scratch them. <laughs> It's like my iPhone screen. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, so covered in Fun scratches. It's like early release today what? on um, iTunes. 4K, 4K and yeah. 11.99. I'm, I'm tempted that's a, by that. that. that that's, yeah, that's, that's good value. Wait wait until you wait until you got a 4K TV. I'll be buying it anyway, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching it again as soon as it is 4K. Just... <laughs> As I think I said last week, the one thing that really bothers me now is watching something on iTunes thinking, when's the 4K version coming? <laughs> uh, just as a quick uh, segue before we move into, into trailers, um, last thing on this, uh, unless nobody else got anything else to say on it, but the, uh, iTunes are doing like a, um, it, it's 10 years since iTunes films launched uh, this week. Oh, wow. Uh, so they're doing like special deals uh, all this week. And so each day, um, off the next ten days, I think it is. They're doing a, they're doing the the best selling movie of each year. So yesterday it was two thousand eight. Today it's two thousand and nine mm. at three ninety nine. Mm -hmm. uh, and plus a lot of other deals. So you can get a ten film bundle of nineties movies for nine ninety nine. There's a lot of other different offers and things yeah. like that. But do you know what the best selling movie of two thousand and nine was on iTunes? This is am this is amazing. I know what the answer is. It's amazing. Wolverine, uh, it's X Men Origins Wolverine. I've not seen that. And I? yesterday it was it was I Am Legend, which it's fair. fair enough. Yeah. But um, I, I picked I picked I picked that up because it's in four K Dolby Vision. And again, if it if it wasn't, I wouldn't have. But I'm thinking three ninety nine to watch I Am Legend again in a nice copy. Sure, why not? I haven't seen Has it, it got the alternative cinema. ending on it? Uh, no. Disappointing. Which is which is annoying. That's one thing about iTunes. The fact that they like they used to sell alternate ending versions as separate oh, really? things. So yeah, so like for instance this and funnily enough the Wolverine, <laughs> like the, the the extended cut of that is separate on iTunes. Um that that really bothers me because these days they That's don't they, like they just include yeah. the extended version. Um so yeah, that really bothers me. And like fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy only ever the theatrical cuts on offer yeah. never the extended editions um but yeah yeah no does that need extending any further why no. not ian oblivion 4k 3.99 oh yeah really oh i did like the oblivion, oblivion 4k 3.99 yeah that that would look pretty it would be it's a, it's a very nice well. looking movie yeah you guys need to get a 4k tv yes we do away, indeed please. Um, you know, just, just saying. Um, yeah, no, very good. Um, oh God, I wonder what's going to be tomorrow. So, two thousand and nine. Two thousand and ten tomorrow. Yeah. Two thousand and ten. Sorry. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, trailers. We should we do, do some trailers. trailers. It's been a, it's been a big old yeah, couple of days, isn't it? Like yesterday and today, it just kind of seemed to explode a little bit. Um. I don't know, like, I know which one I think we would lead yeah. up to, um, so I don't know, uh, Becky, start us off, what, what have you been seeing? Um, well, we watched the, um, 
the Lego Lego Movie Two trailer. Um, it, that just came out today, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Lego Movie the second. Yeah, part, yeah. That? Um, yeah. Yeah, I. I really liked the first one when it came out and then really didn't hold up on rewatch. For me, it, it got very annoying very quickly. And I imagine if for someone that has a small child that would probably have been forced to watch it over and over, it it, it ended up really great in the song, especially. Oh my God. Um, it looks like they're going down a bit of a theme tune kind of vibe with this one as well. Um, I can imagine there's going to be an original song released that's, you know, oh, yeah, as part of the second right. trailer. Which which is just grating, but the movie itself actually looks quite interesting. I'm quite intrigued. The kind of the kind of Mad Maxi vibe for it. Yeah, I'm digging that that dystopian kind of look that it's got going on. Yeah. For Legos, that's quite an achievement. Lego, look like Legos. Legos. Go. Go buy some stuff from Tesco's. Fuck off. <laughs> I ha- I hate agreeing with Mark again, but it is yeah. totally Legos. <laughs> but they are they are Legos because they're individual Lego. items. No. It's just Lego. It's just Lego. You can get fired from Lego for calling it Legos. For Lego people. Dystopian is quite an achievement. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but I... I, I go on. Sorry, yeah. no, go on. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. no I, just, I, I, I think it looks like they're taking it in quite an interesting direction. It could have just carried on in the same vein, in the same sort of situation. And it, just, it just looks like they're trying to do something different with it, which is, which is good. Yeah, I mean, it's that, that that's the thing. The fact that they're trying to do something different, I think, it, it, it is kind of the key thing here. And, you know, the, even though it did make me laugh that they, they call out the whole Elizabeth Banks did everything in the first one, that he's the one who <laughs> yeah. gets all the credit. They call that out, and then what's the plot of the film? She gets kidnapped and he has to save her. Like, I pray, like, surely they can't be that both self-aware and completely oblivious so I you know there's gotta be something in that like if it turns out that she essentially saves herself and he basically does nothing again I'll actually kind of respect that because at least they'll be calling or attention to, to save it her and get in trouble um, and she'll have to resave him <laughs> yeah that, that you see that 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 would be yeah. that would be spot on like I just that's really really interesting that they 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 pulled that in this in, in this trailer which makes me think there's something else going on um I don't know. We'll see. I've tried. I've tried Lofty on the on the Lego Movie, and it um, doesn't stick. She gets like she gets like ten minutes into it. It's like Daddy was so boring, colourful. and she sits. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I, I should. I probably maybe maybe it was she was a little young or something. I'll probably try her again on it before um, yeah. before the second one comes out. Because she'll see the trailer in the cinema, and she'll say she wants to see that, but she says she wants to see everything. <laughs> like. I don't know. Like I said last week, she wanted to see the Greatest Showman. That blew my mind because she would be so bored. And, and it's just because, like, how, how young. Well, the trailer makes it look like um, it's all singing and all dancing and not much else going on. Where they, whereas it's not. There are breaks between the singing yeah. and dancing. Mm. Yeah. What do, What do you think of the, the that, that trailer? Reminded me a lot, weirdly, uh, and I, I only just made the connection when I, when I was thinking about this. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the um, Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs two trailer. Um, where it was kind of like it. God, yeah, there was a sequel. Sorry, it it felt like um, it felt like it was the the, you know similar enough to the original movie, but there just seemed to be something that wasn't quite right. And then of course, when you take into the account the the fact that 
it's the same people. Is Cloudy Two the one where the the, the, the food becomes sentient? It is, isn't it? Yeah, and they got the island. I like that one. I, I like I like Cloudy <laughs> Two. I like yeah. both of them. But yeah, it, it's I don't know. I'm not sure whether or not Lego kind of missed the boat a little bit. It's a good few years since the first. Yeah, one. but they've had Lego Batman out in between time. But Lego Batman kind of came and went, and then nobody really paid that much attention to it, and it was too long. Is it Joe Bliss that does the? Yeah, it Batman. is. Uh, yeah, well, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they did uh, Lego Ninja, which did really well, didn't well, it? Yeah. Which was, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. It's it just like the fact that everyone on the internet loved mm. the Lego Movie, and then it, like Bat Lego Batman is like not all that much. Then Lego Ninjago, it seemed like people didn't even bother no. watching it. And there's there, there's some and a foreign sounding name. There is some fun stuff to be <laughs> Brexit yeah, well, yeah, there. Nice. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. There was some fun stuff in there, but it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. I think amazing. the Ninjago branding um, is very much aimed at children, though, isn't it? Whereas Batman appeals to everyone. The Lego sort of straight up Lego movie movies are just just people with various characters thrown in, but they're just like little Lego people, aren't they? Mm. It's. I think Ninjago is very specifically branded at kids. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm, I, I don't. Know. I'm not massive on the Lego Movie. I think it's all right, but people did go too yeah. mad over it. Quite did, frankly, um, and ruined it, thinking everything is awesome all the time, and it was everywhere. The minute I saw somebody with a whatever the lead character Emmett is it? Yeah. Yeah. The minute I saw somebody with an Emmett mm-hmm. backpack. Oh. Whenever, whenever a film gets a backpack, yeah. for me, that's it. Shark, yeah. What like a like a girl yeah, you know like a that girl and and I'm just mean as, as everybody <laughs> knows that girl, she's the girl who 15 years ago would have had a Sully from Monsters Inc backpack, the Hello Kitty T-shirt. Yeah, that girl had it, and I just thought, oh, I bet she's got a fucking Rick and Morty fucking doormat as you well. You hate Rick and Morty, don't you? I, 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 the shows, meh. I hate Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, you do. Yeah. That, that that fandom is pretty yeah. toxic though. Like the the kind of like the talk the the the, the morpsplaining <laughs> that people seem to do for that is is something else. Or well, if you don't um, like it, it's just because you just don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not smart enough to realise that this thing is actually good. Like I it just. Yeah. R- r- no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, don't get me started on Star Wars fandom, even though. To be fair, I'm not the worst for that. Noel was having quite the WhatsApp about that <laughs> yeah. earlier on, and he and he yeah. was right to. He was about right. About what? To. I'm not included um, in this male conversation. Uh, Star Wars. I'll fill you in later. Oh, okay. And then I'll tell you about what is it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Did you guys? Like <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Oh god, what a couple! What a couple! Um, very good. Um. Right, you guys watched the trailer before um, before we started. Oh yes, um, Bumblebee. <sighs> I just don't care. I don't care, but then I'm not invested in the whole Transformers universe. I've seen one and the last one. <laughs> I've I've just seen the first one. I That's right. Like Bumblebee's probably like the most make a standalone film out of that one guy kind of 
character in it, the I thing think. Is, yeah, the thing from is, the one that I've watched. I, I, I don't care enough about it to watch, to, to bother, you know, to, to, to care about a trailer and to look at it and go, right, well, it's going to have this, it's going to have this. But it, it, it does. It, is it part of the same universe? It is, isn't it? It's yeah, it's like a prequel. The thing is, I, I have a feeling that, that it, it's aimed, I think, a little bit younger than the Transformers movies, maybe. And mm. Um, mm. I know we'll probably go, I'll come out of it, and I'll probably have the same opinion that I had of it as something like... Um, that to watch on Sky Movies. Power Rangers. Um, and where I'll go, fine, that. It was fine. <laughs> you know, I, I watched it on a Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock. It's fine. Yeah. I... I the, the the one thing that has me going for it is it's directed by the guy who did Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh. Um, it, it's it's his second film. So oh, you know um, I have to support yeah, tra- it. Yeah, Alien. I don't yeah, think sorry. Um, tra- uh, I'm pretty sure it's him anyway. Travis Knight. I'm like 99.9% sure it's him. So like there you go and you know the, the thing i liked about the first transformers was the the boy in his car aspect which was a very spielberg led thing to be and oh cool and this feels like it's one girl and her yeah. car and it's like if if it can get that slightly you know that less apocalyptic convoluted thing and just tell a simple story about yeah strip it back, exactly strip it back you know for the love of God, be under two hours, and you know John Cena as maybe a bad guy. Well, yeah, that the, he, he looked he looked military. Yeah, and he? and and in these films, military always means bad. Well, certain aspects of yeah. military mean bad. You know, Josh Josh Duhamel, um, his unforgettable character, soldier man, um, is was is he a good was guy, he the first or was he the second? He was in the first, and he was in the fifth. He was, wasn't he? And he might have been in the second as well. I think first, second, fifth, I'm going to say. Or first, second, third, fifth. That, that wouldn't surprise me, yeah. I can't remember. No, I think he was in the third one, so that was the one where they did the squirrel suit jump. And I'm pretty sure his character was a squirrel. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bumblebee. I think that's how it, it is. It is Christmas. So it's like, what... What do you want to go see? What do you want to watch? The Scorsese film on Netflix or Bumble? <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a fair point, that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but there you go. Um, what else have we got? Either of you guys. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, new trailer. Uh, I've not watched that. I'm, I'm Again, it's another one I'm finding it a little bit difficult to kind of build up the enthusiasm for it, to be honest. Everyone's outraged that Mulan wasn't in the picture. Is she in the trailer? Disney are all in the trailer, aren't they? And yeah. a lot of people were making a fuss about Mulan not being in it. Oh, Mulan. I. No, I think. Uh, I think Pocahontas is in there. I don't remember seeing Mulan. I think it was Pocahontas. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. I, I, people are. Which is weird, actually, because um, Disney have got like a live-action Mulan remake. Um, coming down yeah. at some point so you'd think they they would have yeah. put her in there to, if anything just for that it's just it's again there's no story and it. it's basically they go to the internet and then it's just jokes yeah i, I have um, a feeling this one's gonna run out of steam very quickly yeah i don't know it's just like 
Lottie will want to see this because of the basically because of the video game characters, um, and the Disney princesses. She'll probably enjoy that as well. But there's a there's quite a long joke in this about how, how rubbish autocorrect is, and it's like I don't, I don't think a four year old's going to go. Yeah, that autocorrect humour. <laughs> you know, and I, 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 it just it's. I, if somebody yeah, calls somebody a duck, for any fun. No, but that would be good. That, it would be good if like there was a massive thing in the internet of ducking yeah. was like a huge some sort of sport <laughs> within the internet that would be good everyone's, yeah. everyone's off ducking that would be good <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly and all it is is just like it, it's it's just petting <laughs> yeah. ducks you know uh, yeah, exactly exactly um yeah, so that uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, uh, I've got one before Widows, because we'll, I, I guess we'll do Widows and then the other big okay. one. Let's let's build up, build up. Yep. Uh, Peppermint. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer oh, Garner's no. Taken by the director and writer <laughs> of Taken. Hang on, what? What the first yeah. Taken? Have you not what, seen what, this? Hang on, what best song? You not seen this? Besson's doing a Jennifer Garner. Yeah, it, it, it's called Peppermint, where by and the, the story seems to be um, her. Fa- no, hang on. He did. Oh God, who directed the first Taken? Was it Besson? No, he, no, he, he co-wrote it. Didn't he? Who directed it Taken? Oh, bloody, 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 bloody. Yeah. Yeah. The District 13 guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. He's that directing. Uh, yeah. I think is he directing and writing? He's directed it, and it's written by. Oh my god, he's directing it, and it's written by the guy who wrote *London Has Fallen*. <laughs> god. Right, which we both really quite liked. Uh, yeah. And it's Jennifer Garner. Uh, her family is killed by it would appear bad people. Baddies. Uh, and then they get away with it. Great. She disappears for three years and then comes back as a super badass and starts killing them all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for watching Fine that. Enough. You the, do look a ba- you do like a badass ballsy female leader. Yeah, as well. And Jennifer, the thing, the, 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 that's the thing is Jennifer Garner just has she, she, you know, as well as being quite amusing, funny, and charming and everything like that. She does look like she has a physicality to do yeah. these kind of things, and also as well, she also looks maybe not generally in this film she does. I think generally I think she does. She looks like she has a physicality to her, and she also looks quite smart. Like she's smart enough to do these, and she is very smart. She's yeah. a very smart woman. What IRL? Yeah, uh, yeah, in real life. Uh, but she looks like she has that and that that kind of look of her, where she looks like she has that determination to do it. In a similar way that uh, Rosamund Pike looks like she could be enough of a bitch to be the girl in Gone Girl. You know, Jennifer Garner <laughs> looks like, like maybe not Ben, but if she had another husband that this happened to, she'd be like, that's it. Fuck this shit. I am going to I'm gonna go full fucking training montage and kill these motherfuckers. Yeah, I reckon if anyone fucked with Jennifer Garner's kids, she would she would go full, full peppermint. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm very much up for this. It does look good, actually. Have you not watched the trailer? No, I'm fairly sure I'm watching two ants having sex at the moment. <laughs> so, um, interesting. Like seriously, like the one ant leading 
looks like he doesn't. They do not want to be there, as well. Um, oh, Are they just man, like Shane like, fucking? What am I gonna do here? <laughs> like, I don't know. They they look drunk. They're kind of wobbly. They're walking around all over the place. Is that two ants or is that just like a weirdly large ant? This is really putting me off. I kind of no. Do you know what? No. I, I have respect for life, but not for yours. Bye. Oh, it was uh, two of them. Did he just yeah, kill no, them? I... Um, I separated them. From their life? From, from two <laughs> things. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Nope, we're good. We're good. Dazed, but up. <laughs> <laughs> a bit, a little bit like Steve Buscemi in Fargo, where the guy uh, knocks him off that girl, and he says, "Hey, I was looking that girl." <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty much it, right? I'm gonna stop looking down there now. Um, no, I haven't seen. The you, you should watch it later. It, 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 it's solid. Yeah. Um, Widows is the next one, I think, that's isn't it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, so, on, then. yeah, Steve McQueen is making... And I'm glad I've seen a few people make this, this this kind of connection. Steve McQueen has decided to... You know, the guy who did 12 Years a Slave and Shame and Hunger, you know, quite... You know, not really these type of movies, but very good movies each individually, and but quite different, has decided to go all Michael Manners uh, and make Heat, but with chicks. Oh, you'll fucking love it because it's from the writer of Gone Girl. And it is from the writer of Gone Girl. Yeah, uh, I, I, it looks very. And that's that. That that cast is incredible. It is a good cast. Yeah, I'm very, very much up for this. Yeah, I, it's it's the only thing you need to see. I think it's these people are in this. This is the premise. Yeah. Cool. You know, you know, you, you don't need any more. Like two minutes, and it's like right. You sold me on the concept. You've sold sold me on the cast. You've sold me on the talent behind the camera. Let's get this done. Yeah. And also, it doesn't look like it's going to be particularly awardsy. Like, I, even though then again, I mean, like, it already kind of seems like Viola Davis is going to get enough kind of like Oscar clip type yeah. stuff um, yeah, to do definitely. here. Um, but and it's it's interesting as well. Like, I wonder if. Like if if Get Out had not happened, whether Daniel Kaluuya would be as prominent as he is in moments in this. He, he, he's in the trailer a lot. Um, you know, sadly, like because it, yeah, he is, and it's like there's that one shot where it's him and that other guy in that graveyard just staring at, um, staring at something. You're you're assuming one or all of the widows, um, and you know, it's just. Oh, and he, the, the guy's got a presence as well. Um, it's, oh God, can you can you imagine being him and getting an Oscar nomination for yeah. Gal? Just like I never expected to get an Oscar nomination. I never expected to get an Oscar nomination for Get Out. You know, like it just I don't know that that man is living his best life. As yes, absolutely. Good on him. He seems like a very nice. Have um, you guys know it's based on the original yeah. source roll, material roll, roll written, written by Sorry. Linda LaPlante? Yeah. Interesting. Sorry. Uh, go on then, Ian. You're do gonna it. build up do to it, it Ian. Yeah. 
So, I've been looking forward to this trailer for a long, long time. And I was out having dinner last night and, like, checked my Twitter, and it was just people talking about Suspiria. And it was like, trailer's out. Trailer's out. Can't watch it. Can't, I can't watch it. Trailer's out. Um, <laughs> um, 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 and literally, like, Lottie needs a poo, so I picked her up and I ran, like, we were walking home, and I ran back and, like, just while she was in the toilet, I was just frantically getting my phone to, like, watch the trailer, and it was just, it, it was everything, Suspiria, yeah, everything I wanted it to be, this trailer, and again, it's like, I don't need to see anything else, you know, like, I, I know there's going to be another trailer, and I know I'm going to watch it, but the guy who directed Call Me By Your Name doing this with this look, like, it looks like it's coming, like, from the late yeah. 70s. Um, the score sounds like it's coming from the well, late I, that, 70s. That was one of the things I was, I was most kind of worried about was that, Tom that, that Tom York score. I was a little bit like, right, Johnny Greenwood, you know, has you know, established himself as a very good film composer. Uh, and not just of weird shit because the score that he did for Phantom Thread is a fantastic score and it is a it's more of a classic movie score um, so I was a little bit worried with Tom York was was it going to be just a little bit too much like Tom York trying to be clever thing uh, but then it, it, it does sound like it's really fucking good well maybe he's finally crawled out of his own arse I, I don't think he can anymore no he's just got lost there. in there okay. I think he's gone far too into the forever <laughs> We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks great. Like like you, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's, I I don't need to see anymore, but I, I know I will. Yeah, it, I mean to be fair, it, it, yeah. it, it was a remake, so when they announced it, I was like, that doesn't need to happen. Proper like miserly remake phobic view of it, and the more kind of buzz that's been coming out over the last few months, and obviously with who's involved and stuff like that, you kind of go. Well, maybe it's not going to be shit. That was it. Maybe it could, this could work. David Gordon Green's attached for a while, wasn't he? Am I imagining that? So, oh, sorry. So, uh, David Gordon Green was attached at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, and no, I totally was. Yeah, he, he like genuinely, he was like really, really. Yeah, and, to and do the it. thing is, I, 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 I couldn't. Although I like David Gordon Green, I, I couldn't see that. I couldn't see it in, in my sorry, in my mind's eye. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't compute with that. But uh, with uh, Gundy Guy, I, I I could see it. I was like, ah, he's got that bureaucratic, autistic kind of uh, eye that you can see. I can see why where, where he can he can make this movie. Yeah, um, and I, I don't know. It already looks like it's going to be like in terms of narrative, it's yeah. going to be different as well. Um, it, you know, it, it, it just it like the Tilda Swinton character. Just because Tilda Swinton's Tilda Swinton, I was kind of half expecting her to be some sort of like <laughs> mad-looking, like demon yeah. headmistress or something, you know. But again, she looks like she's going to be rather intense but then like she's kind of smoking and looks a little bit fragile almost herself so um yeah i don't know i i, I don't know i mean it's 
I love that we're getting to the stage where we're starting to see trailers for films that are kind of like year-end films. Yeah. And I'm thrilled that Suspiria is one of them. Like, th- th- I, there was a piece on Deadline about it getting a release date a couple of weeks back. They were saying on Deadline that they're basically positioning it for an yeah. awards play. Um, and it's, you know, Dakota Johnson is, 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 despite Fifty Shades, she's quite a respected actress. Um, she's worked with Luca um, Guadagino before, um, I believe, um, on, um, yeah, she was in A Bigger Splash. Um, and, you know, I, is Queen Moretz in this as well, well or did I dream that? I saw her, and then it wasn't on the thing at the end. But she's, she's in it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, like, she's doing some interesting stuff as well. And, I mean, she was in Clouds of uh, Sils Maria a couple of uh, years back, the Olivia Sayers film, which is really... Which is interesting. So it kind, of, it, it, you know, she's an she's an interesting one because it's like she did the kind of blockbuster thing and it didn't quite work. So now she's just cropping up in some more kind of individual things. But yeah, it just we're getting to the point now. It's like with this and Widows, it's like let's start cranking out the these are for grown-ups. Let's get this going yeah, towards the end of the year stuff. And out for the uh, late September to mid-November um, films out. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't know who's got distribution in the UK, um, but my God, I hope it comes out like on or very soon after the US release. Syria. I think it, I it's coming think, out yeah. weekend after Halloween. Yeah, it's coming out, it's coming out the same time. The, um, okay. So that's like the first week of November? I think, it, it, I think they're doing oh, it as a, yes. a global release. All right, brilliant. I mean, and good on Amazon Studios for yeah. backing it as well. Um, like that—that's incredible. I, they've got a quite a tight run, uh, a tight knit thing with Studio Canal over here, and they kind of feel like an appropriate distribute distributor for this. So, uh, oh, brilliant, brilliant. And apparently, it's like two and a half hours long as well. But I'm actually quite up for that. Like, just the two and a half hours of something with this kind of mood and atmosphere. Yeah, blimey. That, that, that could be. Yeah, I, I, I'm very up for it. Yeah. I'm a bit torn though on whether I want to oh. watch the original before we, before like you know like in the run up to going to see it. Yeah, I, I don't know if that. I want to be comparing it to the original or just let it stand on its own two feet. I might I might watch the the original. Let's watch the original like now. Yeah, like like within the next month or so. Like, so right. that it, it it's not tonight now. So, <laughs> so it's, it's far enough. Oh, it, it, it within my memory, but far enough away from my memory that I'm not going. Well, that's just that from that bit, and that's just that from that bit, because that yeah. kind of takes you out of yeah, the movie does, a little absolutely. bit. I like the fact that it looks like it's like homaging the Giallo style as well, without trying to just straight up copy it. Yeah. Mhm. I hope there's lots of very red blood in it. Though. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, like, because Suspiria has got like just the the weirdest color scheme yeah. of all time, like quite frankly. And yeah, I mean, even like that airport at the start, like the, the kind of the automatic door looks sinister as shit because of the way it's lit. Um, and um, it, it, it's this does, like you say, it feels like it's homaging, but it's not. It's it's not right, ripping yeah, off. Yeah. It's doing. It's doing like a different aesthetic from that time. Almost like this is like an alternate reality version of Suspiria yeah, back like, then, of that or you know. Mm, mm. I just even Dakota Johnson's hair. It's just like I don't know. That just feels yeah, not now. Yeah, and it's it's, it's, it's pretty straight as hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I, I like just it's 
incredibly exciting. It's just that, like, I mean, even the title yeah, card, good, isn't it? like that, that that's a good <laughs> title card. Um, yeah, I, it's 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 exciting. They they did this um, thing for cinema exhibitors in the US of uh, like a month or two back, CinemaCon, and they played the sequence from it there, and like the reports out of that were just like this is going to get word of mouth like no one's business just because some of the some of the stuff happening on screen and you know it, it's i don't know it feels like it's been a while since we've had that kind of thing for uh for a horror movie in terms of just like what's going on on screen i mean of course we're like get out and and split and whatnot you've had horror films kind of like cross over and break out but not because of mad shit yeah. happening they... and it it sorry, feels like no, sorry yeah no, 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 I was just going to say, it feels yeah. like that. that's what's going to happen here. Like they're, doing, they're playing a good, long game with this one. They're, they're, they're building a myth around it, which is, which is a good way to go about it. Obviously, with the, with the people turning away and walking out of the footage that was shown, um, that apparently is, is quite a lot more heavy than the trailer uh, footage is. The, mm. the stuff about Dakota Fanning coming out and saying she had to go into therapy after she'd filmed it because it was just so okay. disturbing. What did I say? The Cutter Johnson, um, and like the stuff about the the onset <laughs> stuff about the the heating breaking very early into filming in the building they were using, and it was freezing and it was like torturous and all this kind of stuff. This this whole troubled production myth that they're building it just adds to the sort of allure of it a little bit. Yeah, I think they're mm-hmm. doing they're doing good with that. It's it's a it's a good tactic to take. Yeah, I mean, it, it harkens back to kind of old movie marketing of like curses yeah, on set or whatever, right. you know. I mean, like Exorcist, exactly, exactly. It, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's pretty high up there in my most anticipated yeah. for the end of the year. Yeah, it's got to be answered. It looks, it, oh. it looks very good. And we get a Halloween trailer on Friday as well. So, uh, oh, oh. Right, very good, very good. Um, so we're what, like, well over an yeah, hour into the show? And, yeah. Um, yeah, what is the time? 8.50, yeah, we are well, uh, 8.50 are time over here anyway. Um, right, okay, let's do this then. So let's let's start with a non. Yeah. I don't know why. I'll so, is there a new film from Ange? Well, that'll do, yeah. as good a reason as any. Um, so it's, it's the new film from um, yeah. Andrew Nicholl. Um, a director, uh, well, he of um, Gattaca, uh, In Time, um, that Al Pacino, One oh, Simone. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Or like, yeah. Oh, Simone, um, yeah, right, with, with Al Pacino. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, never saw it. I don't you think I did. Don't, don't need to. Um, so I got back. So, yeah, he's, you know, he's a guy who maybe has an obsession with one thing and kind kind of runs with it and i mean to be fair his obsession this time seems to be amanda seafried in a black wig um so is in time in time yes indeed exactly the same as in time you really can't pull off that black wig no were you looking at that um crap with a hair like that cool whatever that's one that's one (laughs) way of describing her not maybe the the one that I would. Anyway, um, so Clive Owen is a detective uh, in a world where um, 
everybody it seems have these implants where essentially you look at someone or something and it brings up their personal like like information it's kind of like google it, it, in it's your like eyes made.com um, made google for your eye <laughs> there you go that's very specific um so yeah and uh, basically he's uh, investigating a series of murders and it looks like Amanda Seyfried is uh, behind them. Um, and it kind of goes, I suppose it goes on from there. Um, Anon, so I think Netflix, most places, Sky Cinema over here. Um, so yeah, it did get a theatrical release. The electronic billboard um, near my work was advertising this pretty heavily for about a week or so which was really weird um but yeah it, it did get a theatrical release and i watched it streaming at home last week and yeah becky what do you what do you think of anon how did you go on with it I, it's, it's it's a funny one really it's one of those kind of films where when you're watching it i well i when i was watching it it's like do you know what this is really clever i really like this it's, it's quirky in the way that it's used for tech and and kind of normalise the tech in it. You, you very quickly get used to looking through their eyes and seeing everything come up and be described. Um, and then the, kind of the more you think about it, the more the the heavy-handed message of there is a there is a sort of risk of knowing too much and what's life like without any mystery kind of thing. Um, kind of becomes a bit troubling in in the moment. And whilst watching it, I really enjoyed it. And I thought I would. I watched the trailer before quite a lot before it came out and I've been pestering to watch it since it landed on Sky Cinema um, but yeah I, I really enjoyed it the, um, the, the 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 black hair on Amanda Seyfried I'm, I'm not going to lie did bother me but I thought I thought the, the performances were great the story was a, possibly a little simple possibly telegraphic twist a bit but yeah I really enjoyed it to be honest Ah, cool, cool. Mark? Uh, I, I enjoyed it a little bit less than, 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 than Bex. I thought it's a... I don't think it goes for high concept in, in what he does. Um, and it's often when you're doing high concept, sci-fi is, is where you go with it. Uh, it was interesting the fact that it drops you in this world and it very it doesn't like it doesn't really explain it to you. It just allows you to, yeah. to, to, to fall into it. Um, and it only gives you a small piece of this world. Uh, rather than telling you everything at all, whatever. There's no clue to tell say, well, everybody's been using blah for 16 years, but like, <laughs> there's none of that. Um, that's what I mean about like normalising it. It's not. It, it doesn't. There's no mm. yeah. heavy, heavy-handed. Yeah. The, what did we the, do before these things? Yeah, but w when when people are explaining stuff in movies, exposition. That's it. There's no clunky exposition in it. It just kind of dumps you in there. And it did feel a little bit at points like a stretched out. Um, Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Um, I do quite like Black Mirror though. So and I'm like not them. a massive fan of Black Mirror, but which ironically because I think that they, that they are squeezed down movies. <laughs> this felt like a stretched out movie. So I, I, I bitch more about Black Mirror because it's like 45 minutes when really they should be an hour and a half. And I'm going to bitch about this because it's an hour and 40 minutes and it should be an hour and a half. So what you're saying is be careful what you wish for. Uh, no, I'm saying that people need to stop making movies that are too long or TV shows that are too fucking <laughs> short. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it kind of it had that kind of aspect for it there was certain bits of it that were a little bit like 
So, hang on a minute. You're basing this on the idea that if she does a background check on you, she's not going to go back further than, like, a month. Yeah, well, that's what I mean by when you look at it after yeah. you go, mm, yeah, that won't work. There's, there's stuff like that. Um, it's the fact that they actually say in that bit as well, like, well, isn't that a bit dangerous? It was like, oh, I, I don't think she'll look... I'm not one who likes to look I, I get, I get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was yeah. That was exactly it. And it's like, are you fucking what? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was there was elements like that. Um, in terms of style and design, again, Rooney Claw has a very good eye for style and design, so it, it looks nice. But it just it, it felt a little bit like there was something just not. There was never really any air of threat to it. No, there no. And there I, I, I think part of that is. With Clive Owen, he just he never seems threatened in anything ever. I like Clive Owen. Supposed to be like particularly threatening, was it? I didn't get that vibe off it at all. It was more supposed to be the mystery of of unraveling these threads. But I never found it. Mysterious. I don't. I I don't don't know because I mean to be fair, I there were there were aspects of the film I I really enjoyed, but one one thing which I thought was threatening was the bit where. Essentially, it kind of looks like he's where it's like it's almost like he's having a breakdown, but it's not. It's it's the person like kind of like making him see all this stuff, and it was like the idea of like the fire and the rats yeah. all over the place, and like just how nightmarish that actually would be. I thought that was played really well, and for that like five ten minute section where it was like you literally cannot believe yeah. what you're seeing, um, I thought that was done really well. Um, and I thought they were going to, I kind of thought like the second half of the film was basically going to be yeah, like a horror I movie of not, yeah. And then it kind of like, it ditched that. Um, but it was, it was going for, it was going really, really strong at that point. Um, but I don't know. It's just like, there's no chemistry between Clive Owen and Amanda oh, Seyfried okay. whatsoever. And it just, it's just icky. Like, like, and it, it, frankly, it does just feel like Andrew Nichols, just like Amanda Seyfried's a good looking woman. I want to see her having sex with Clive Owen. You know, it's, I don't know. There was some, and the the thing is, I was thinking, like, is she playing him or something like that? You know, is there a reason why she's doing this? Actually, no. Like, in the moment, she actually wanted to do that. And it's like, well, why? Yeah, other than Clive Owen is a good looking man. But I mean, it, so that's that's oh, lit. That, but that was literally it. A lot of the people that she's, she basically says, yeah, everyone really I sleep with dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It I just think it helps that she's a particularly young-looking thirty-something-year-old, and he's a particularly crazy fifty-something-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So the age gap looks worse on screen than it actually in reality is. With I mean, a lot of films have twenty-year age gaps between. Leads, don't they? Well, she's 32. 32 and he's 53. And he's 53. Yeah. Bloody hell. But he's quite, quite craggy. But, like, literally, she could e- she could easily pass off for, like, 10 years younger yeah. than she actually is, I think. Like, she's, I, she's like not early, mid-20s. She's still, she's still young enough to, she's still young <laughs> enough to be his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I, that that's it. And it's just, like... I don't know. Did we did we really need to take it like quite that far? I like just I don't know. It's in in the 
post Me Too world in which we live, and obviously this would have been filmed before that, I can't help but feel like is this the male gaze just wanting a bit of Amanda Seyfried here? Um, and I, it just ick to be honest. But I, I, I yeah, it, it, it turned me. Well, I wasn't turned on, but it kind of turned me off. Like just yeah. I know, like in, within the psychology yeah, I, of the film, though, she's a she's a completely disconnected person. She has nobody to lean back on when these horrible things start happening, and she does start essentially getting framed for murders. Maybe she's just in some random way, in some weird way, trying to make him invest in her well-being, like by forming that connection with him. Playing devil's advocate for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think, like, in a film literacy point of view, I think you're absolutely right there. It's just, like, could they not, could you not almost, frankly, as Mark said, could you not play it as almost like a paternal thing, as opposed to that? Yeah, but then you wouldn't have got to see it. You know, like, like I... Not as many people would watch it. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. It just, Although it would yeah, have that, I, that, I, but that's that... Sort of pre-sex scene where those two ladies get killed. yeah. And it, it, it does seem to be, she says that her, towards at the end of the film, uh, remember guys, we are spoilers all the time, um, at the end of the film, she says that parts of her it, her past are, are, are littered around in everybody's, what is it? Yeah. And that's why he keeps, and I'm, I'm assuming that's why he keeps seeming to have that one little vision of her. Of a walking. Of a walking. With her boobs out. Mm. And it's mm. a bit oh, no, like, I think that's just him remembering because he enjoyed it. No, but it's been, it happens. She sees it before he sees her naked. Though. No, he doesn't. He does. No, he sees it when they're looking when they've hacked her through her proxies and they're looking through her eyes. That's uh, when she walks in front of the mirror. Gosh, yeah, it is. Yes, fair point. I mean, they're all yeah, staring yeah. at it. Like it's like the I shot of them all in that room, just like what watching. Yeah, that's a bit gross. That bit because. Bit yeah. creepy, isn't it? Yeah, that is a bit creepy. And it calls out its own creepiness, but it's just like, but you like, I mean, not in a kind of a Haneke way. I, I like, I, I don't know whether Andrew Nicole was quite self-aware to kind of like actually realise that. But it, yeah, I don't know. It's just the world building is interesting, and there are sequences in there which which are uh, you know engaging. But it, I don't know. By the end of it, I was like, well, that was that then. You know, it was like, well, who was the killer then? Oh, it was this yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really. Um... <laughs> develop his character at all no they? no he he literally is um stock bad guy stock tv bad guy number four yeah i'm still i, I came out of that going right i'm assuming it's because he got a little bit obsessed with her in this ether thing yeah. where they all go but it didn't really explicitly kind of it didn't build that at all no it didn't oh he's a bit obsessed all right then okay well, you take it as that he just right. he fell in love with her work well it it, it it does that bit where the commissioner guy like it, it, like they're talking and it's like well you recommended oh, him I liked that he was like well I I I, I yeah I I well I I don't know who she was. Uh, I, I don't know who he was. You know, just that that whole kind of like he's obviously he's obviously obsessed with her beforehand, and then he's like forged his way into this yeah. job role. Yeah. Um, you know, and and like because I, I thought that was interesting as well. Just the idea of like you got all this new tech, but then it's still someone having to inveigle themselves into this role in order to find out yeah. this information. You know, there was like something that couldn't be done through new tech, so they still had to. Even though, then again, maybe it's just like, well, we had to have him in some <laughs> yeah, of the shops, yeah. so they were like, oh, right, that guy. Um, I don't. 
but I mean, even some of it was almost like kind of harking back to kind of like old school, like De Palma or something like that, with the the kind of the the first person gun yeah. scenes. Even though it did bother me that it didn't look like he was walking, it was just like yeah, a floating yeah, yeah, yeah. camera. Uh, of course, you've got the, um, the, the the change of aspects for first person and standard viewing. Yeah. Oh, the aspect ratio changes. Yeah. So Sorry. That, yeah. That's that's a De Palma. That's a kind of the kind of trick that you imagine De Palma would get off on. <laughs> You'd be like, holy <laughs> mackerel, that looks cool. Holy mackerel. Yeah. In, in the, Are we Batman? No, in the De Palma. Uh, oh, he, no, he says holy mackerel Palmer, a lot, um, doesn't he? Documentary, um, it, it, which is basically one long interview with him yeah. uh, about his films, about his career. He says the phrase holy mackerel an awful lot. Excellent. <laughs> A really good doc actually that. that's that's yeah, well worth a watch that is that is well worth a watch um no fair enough i think we're we're pretty much um spent yes. on and on then aren't we I um our poll uh was uh where is it um uh, well well mark definitely oh, not shit 14 percent uh touching cloth 43 percent shit 43 percent of geostorm Zero uh, percent. <laughs> Where are you on it, Ian? Yeah. Okay. Um. Cause touching cloth. Not shit, because I enjoyed it enough for it to be definitely not shit. Yeah, and I probably will happily watch it again at some point. Um. It's it, it, if you, if that's your scale, it definitely is not shit, mm-hmm. and it's not nearly shit. So. I. I, I yeah. That's I. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm nearly on definitely not shit, but it's just there, there was enough in there that bothered me enough that it's just like, you know what, it's not shit, it's not not shit, it is just touching cloth. Yeah. Mark? I'm, what do you think? I, I, I'm, I'm definitely not shit. Cool, very good. Um, just to say, I think we're like we're going to have to skip what we watched and whatnot, if that's yeah, okay with you guys this week. Um, yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, okay, cool great um okay so um cargo i actually don't have who it's directed uh, it's, by it's directed by ben howling and yolanda ramke who yolanda ramke very good also and it stars ah oh, cool okay um stars martin freeman a baby um a girl an angry man and a woman who looks sad um, Cargo is uh, the story of I should have had IMDB up um, so um, all spoilers all the time but the, the, the premise is set up rel- I mean the premise is in the trailer um, so essentially Martin Freeman uh, well, it, it's kind of a, a post zombie world uh, where things are turning to poop um, film set in Australia Martin Freeman is on a kind of a houseboat with his young child and wife um, his wife is uh, really uh, infected with the uh, and that uh, uh, I believe her name is Blue, which is something. Usually the name of like a dog or something, but uh, oh no! Or, oh yeah, okay, yeah. all right, fine. I just kept on thinking of yeah. you're my boy Blue from old school, but you know, old school now. It's not any streaming service. Yeah, I yeah, I'd quite like to watch old school. Yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, so... <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she gets infected with the vi- uh, this virus. He then gets infected with it off of her. And then he essentially has a countdown to get his very young daughter somewhere safe before he turns. So it's a... You know, in the crowded world of zombie films, that's a really unique premise. Um, and the combination of that and kind of the, the outback setting, but with Martin yeah. Freeman in it, it, it's, it, it is quite an interesting uh, proposition. Uh, Mark, how, uh, do you think they pulled it off? Overall, yes, I do think they pulled it off. Um, I yeah. think it's, it's a film that is carried quite well, I think, by... Um, Martin Freeman delivering a, a really a really solid performance. Um, his every manness um, that that he has uh, in terms of for for comedy where he seems you know that Simon Pegg every manness that he's got mm. um, carries over quite well into into more dramatic roles. I think he comes across as um, as sympathetic. But also as well, um, never sort of simpering or anything like that. Like somebody who, who is reasonably coping with what's put before him. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I enjoyed mm. that about him. He, he, everything there's a rationale behind everything he's doing, uh, even if he makes what could be deemed as a maybe non-rational decision. That you can still get the rationale behind him making that decision. Um, and so I think it's carried by quite a good performance there. The story, like you say, it's an interesting concept. I think some of the scripts uh, and the story beats are a little bit clunky, um, but beyond that, I think it's it, it's it's a solid enough. Uh, actually, it's a, it's a really quite it's quite an intense movie to watch um, in hmm. terms of, of, of what you're going. And I think the fact that you're putting uh, in a that situation. Uh, a ch- you know, a, a, an infant that that can't speak, can't talk, can't move, or anything like that. You're putting that into it, the situation, uh, uh, elevates that, and it takes it to a a, a different kind of place, uh, certainly. So yeah, I had a. It, it's not without its. Um, not, I wouldn't even go as far as to say issues, but it's not without its iffy moments but overall I, I think it's it's a, it's a solid watch what were your feelings on it cool cool um, yeah Becky go ahead um, I don't know This it, it's one that because we watched it a few days ago there's a bit of distance from it yeah. I really enjoyed it whilst watching mm. after watching I'd still really enjoyed it but could kind of see there was holes in it that bothered me Um and I think I'm still there, but with a bit more of a... In hindsight, I didn't really care about the well-being of any of those characters, apart from Martin Freeman's. He was the only character... And... and Toomey? Tomey? Um, yeah. But, the, like, the baby... It, it, it didn't seem to have much of a relationship with the kid to start off with. Like, they didn't build that, that he really cared about her. It was always like, oh, she won't want me anyway. Jesus kind God. of thing. I know, I know, I get that. But I don't know, it just, it just, <laughs> I don't know, the wife was annoying, all the adults in it were annoying, the baby was a baby, and yeah, the, the two central characters, I actually cared about their well-being, and you know, one of them got stabbed through the heart, so there we are. <laughs> 
Um, the, the holes in it that kind of took me out of it. I think when you when you try to when you're trying to build a kind of realistic zombie movie like this rather than a completely far out horror movie kind of world for zombies, you have to have consistency. And this is what I was I was saying to you the other night, wasn't I? Yeah. The, the the characters have to be consistent in the kind of decisions they would make. Mm. And her basically telling him off for going across to the boat on his own. And then doing the same herself to go and get a fucking razor. Then immediately doing like it. Yeah. Get yeah. Important. A fucking razor because she didn't like his beard. Ridiculous. And then. Uh, what kind of piece of shit don't like a beard? <laughs> and then you've got, you know, obviously, she's badgering him to go. Um, get food. Yeah, inland to get food. And then all of a sudden she's bitten and dying and doesn't want to go because it's not safe enough. And it's. Just that that the way that it starts there, just it, it it kind of made you think. I don't know. There's there's just that, that lack of consistency then kind of carried through. For me, like he wanted to go inland and get stuff, and then when when he didn't because she was she was bitten and it was too dangerous because she wouldn't be able to run and she wouldn't be able to protect herself. That all of a sudden. No, sorry. Hang on, I'm getting confused. She wanted to go in, he didn't, then he did, and she didn't for the medicine kind of thing. Yeah, and that's right. And that kind of expanding on that, you can kind of go, well, you know, maybe at that point she was she was feeling like um, it was safer for them if they stayed there and she wouldn't be able to help out and blah, blah. But it just it just felt inconsistent, and that, that initial beat of inconsistency kind of carried through as a sentiment for me. So it, it did kind of, it took me out of it a little bit, and it made it less less fleshed out, less of a real believable kind of scenario. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think that's fair. And especially considering they are trying to, I, I, I think anyway, they're trying to paint him as a bit of a, like, he thinks he's the leader of the, 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 the house and they're having a bit of a rocky relationship because of it kind of thing. And then you look at it and it's like, well, actually, he's kind of got a bit of a point. She needs to be more consistent. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I found it a very, very intense watch, but uh, I, this is part of the series of films that I just find more intense these days than I used to. Just being the daughter, uh, being the daughter, being the father of a, of a, of a four-year-old girl, um, you know. And it's, I think, on that kind of like that primal level that worked for me but I think that's fascinating Becky you're saying there about the like Martin Freeman and the kid not, not having that much of a bond because I hadn't really thought of that but you're right um, they, they they don't it does you know he kind of plays with her a little bit and whatnot, but you don't really get that sense I suppose it would be hard even though I thought there was a lovely little moment towards the end where he gave her a kiss and I don't know whether they put something on his forehead or something but she kind of like almost like licked yeah. his forehead um and like that, I, I was thinking that's either a really nice natural moment or this weirdly choreographed <laughs> thing that feels like a bit of a cheat and i can't decide which one it was but i like that that actually kind of got me there um they, they don't do much but, to, get you to buy into to him as this doting no. father like up until up until his wife dies he has very very little to do with his daughter she does it all and I, I think that's supposed to kind of help you buy into this feeling of, oh shit, it's all on me now. 
and I don't really know what to do with it. But then even afterwards, really, mm. the, the most he has to do with her for most of it is, is walk around with her on his back. You know, he's, he's not carrying her. Yeah. You know, they, they could have gone for a toddler, so they could have been like walking hand in hand. That would help kind of build that kind of feeling that that there was like that father-daughter relationship there. But there just isn't. It just doesn't do enough with that for me to make me care. I know that's maybe makes me sound like a horrible people not uh, person not caring for the well-being of a baby. But like, you kind of always knew that the baby wasn't going to die. Apart from that one brief second in the tunnel where you're like. Oh, are they going to go there? Are they going to go there? And then they don't. I mean that, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Because the, the the way that guy kind of performs it as well, like it, like, like where it looks like he's about yeah. to like twist yeah. her neck or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That was like fair play. Like that was. I'm kind of surprised they were allowed to do that, but obviously it must have been just like super, super safe, and it, it might, like just like simulated yeah. really well. But yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, no, absolutely. Um, I yeah, I I don't know. Martin Freeman as a dramatic actor doesn't quite connect for me, just because he's got he's actually got to, he has got to try and do some heavy lifting here, and it's just there's little Freeman ticks that he does. Like there's a thing that he does where. It's like he's about to say something, then audibly decides yeah, against he, he it. Go, where it's like he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it just—he does that a couple of times in this, and it's like he do that in the office, and it's but it's it's supposed to be for comedic effect. There, you can't do the same thing, but then have it for dramatic <laughs> effect just because you're in drama, not a comedy. It, like, acting doesn't work like that. Um, it's just there's 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 a thing that he does as well when like he's really being serious it's like he tries to get everything out in in one go and then kind of just leaves an abrupt silence and it, he he kind of does that as well and it, it just doesn't quite work and weirdly i know i pooped on the film a little while back but he's actually not bad in ghost stories and he's doing, he's doing some different stuff there, and it, it's kind of it, it's kind of layered for a reason in Ghost Stories. But he was not a bad thing about Ghost Stories. Most of what around it was around him was, but he wasn't. Um, but there, but, but with this, it, it, it doesn't quite work. And you're right, the, the relationship with that Toomey character, whatever. And you look that that guy, is he going to be a bad guy? Of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it it, it, it just right from the start even though he's in a perilous situation it's like he's going to be a woman because he, it's just it's just that it's almost like his body yeah, type he, he looks like a woman you yeah. look at him you go oh yeah a film woman it's, 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 it's an it's an older white australian oh he's a wrong and he is he's not old though is he older. yeah older okay yeah older, older white yeah he's, yeah he's, I, I, he's going to be racist He's basically going to be. I did not like be, the racist comment he, he made. That he, really bothered he's me. He's basically going to be everything the wrong, everything that's wrong with America, but with an, an Australian accent. Loves his guns, racist, and a little <laughs> bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. But I, it's. I, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cinematic. Um, the performance from the little girl the, was really good. Yeah, that baby. No, Tommy. I was joking. <laughs> That we thought was a boy for quite a while. I, I, I think she was a boy for quite a while. 
I, I actually, yeah, <laughs> I thought she was a boy for a while. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it was one of those ones where, actually, like like you with an on Becky, I, I, I enjoyed it in the moment, thinking about it, kind of weirdly run of the mill considering what it's actually, what, uh, like what it's yeah. actually about and what the, yeah, and what the what the premise is, um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Just the fact that the whole virus takes forty-eight hours thing, and it's like it's almost like it's literally yeah. down for the second, yeah. um, was was a yeah. bit, you know. I mean, like the ticking time bomb thing is is interesting, but I don't know. It would have been a bit more dramatic if he'd started like I'm in the spasming or whatever, like four or five hours the, before, the or something. You know, you know. Is quite interesting. It's creepy as fuck, though, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. That creepy little touch was good. Is that yeah, what he was yeah, doing? They, they buried their heads, bury their heads in, in the, what is it, down to hibernate when they first turn. And then yeah. they, yeah, when they okay. sense something, they... Well, no, I think it's I think it's like how, how they sleep. They need the dark. Because yeah. like when they go through the tunnel, those are like established zombies. And yeah. they're like burying ah, their head against the sleep, wall, aren't yeah. they? So it's like at downtime, they have to like either bury themselves if they're somewhere light or go into like a tunnel or something and... It's the outback, so it's really fucking light. Really fucking bright. Yeah, no shit there. But there's loads of places mm. to sleep because sand. Yeah. There you go. So creepy. But I it was quite clever what they did at the end, though, where it was like, it, it, like they just attached a bit of like meat to the end of a pole and then just had him follow it. Like that. That was yeah. That, that was pretty solid. That was pretty solid. Um, okay, so that that's cargo then. Um, I can it. Sensing. Yeah, okay. All right, Becky? I don't know. I, I don't think it's quite shit. Are you taking the sea on it? I am, I think, yeah. I think it's touching cloth. Fair enough. It's what it's there for. It's what it's there for. Um, I, I think I'm definitely... I, I think I'm definitely not shit. Um, yeah, it, 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 it had me enough to, to work. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> like, it just... Well, I think can't. That, yeah, I think that's can't do it. My ratings is like, would I ever watch it again? No, no, I wouldn't. So I think it has to be. But it's it's more like I I'd never watch it again. Like I wouldn't watch like the hunt again. Like I, I just I don't like no. Um, you know, or like Videodrome. I don't think I'll ever watch that again. Like just because it like yeah this like i i I mean fair play i did have to watch just some random crap on youtube for 20 minutes before i went to sleep last night after finishing this because like i did and i don't you yeah and i don't usually have to do that so uh points but yeah how'd the poll come out uh definitely not shit 50 percent touching cloth 38 percent and shit 13 percent okay fair enough yeah okay it doesn't feel like one that's going to be universally no, something, it, it, does it? It kind of feels like different people take different things. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, do we have any Twitter questions? Oh, okay, cool. Just while he's finding those, Ian, did you ever get around to watching The Last Key? Um, no, because by the time, by the time I, I, I thought I looked at it the same day, but it was coming up as like 3.49 or 4.49. Uh, yeah, to rent instead of one ninety nine. Drop that one ninety nine rentals for this week, I think. Oh. It could come back, I think, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about it next week. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I will. I, yeah, I will. I will try and catch that. I, I like the Insidious films. I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, we'll be we'll, we'll be about it next week. We'll, we'll do our, what, what we've been watching. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. 
I'll try. I'll try and get um, to it for next week. Uh, Chris Burns uh, at Burns. Cool. Um, just listened to the solo episode, and I share Mark's fear of crying if I ever met Stallone. Are there any actors that Becky or Ian have concerns <laughs> about meeting and not being able to keep their composure? Oh, do they have to be an actor? I don't think I'm, people within the film world. Okay, this guy writes things that made me. Yeah, you can have Stephen King. Thank you, Stephen King. I just, I just, I'd there you go. Your broom for a bit, and then just wrap him in bubble wrap and put him in an oxygen chamber so he just never dies. <laughs> He's nice. Got ages real. I mean, it, it, it and I don't like it. <laughs> It, it, it would have been Bowie for me. Um, I mean, I, I, he's, he's been yeah, in films, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah. It, it, so, yeah. I mean, it would have been Bowie. Um, these days, I'm not not entirely sure. To be fair, like I, I don't. I, who would be who would be seismic? That's 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 the thing. Um, I feel like meeting Hayao Miyazaki would be a bit emotional. Oh. I'd probably just have to give him a really big hug. Oh. Say thank you for Totoro. I, 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 I That's a good. Like Matt Scorsese. Every single question that I want to ask would come out once. So I would literally just walk up to him and just go, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd go, okay. <laughs> I I I just want to have a really good dinner with he, Mike Scorsese. He, he would be a great like, that, dinner guest, wouldn't he? You'd have to try really hard not to like touch his eyebrows. Oh. I would, I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. I wouldn't want to touch his, his eyebrows. Yeah. Like pipe cleaners, <laughs> man. They're beautiful. Um, um, no, I mean, like, okay, deceased, but, like, David Bowie is, like, immediately the, the, the person I think, like, it, that just would have been there, Yeah, there would be a something else. shit your David Bowie kind of moment. Yeah. You're, I think part yeah. of that would be yeah. the realisation of going, holy shit, you're actually real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, 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 I mean, my, my, well, my mum had a, a very passing. Like, he had a dalliance with an ex-roommate of hers, oh, um, like this, back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. It'd be funny to say, do you remember, like, whatever her name was? Um, he probably would as well. Cause I, I reckon he remembers every no, single he, name. He, he seems like too much of a nice gentleman to have lost. Hmm. <laughs> a nice gentleman who'd like yes. to, yeah, yeah, get down. Uh, but yeah, that is that, that, that's the next question. question we've got. Oh, fair enough, cool. Um, so yeah, like I say, I'm going to cut it short there, just because um, like Lottie's been a little bit touchy today, and I've got well, I maybe should actually show my face. Um, so uh, next week we're going to be uh, doing Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, yeah, I assume. Yeah, um, looking forward to that. That is by my boy by owner. Um, you know, I'm. Have you guys seen a monster a monster no, calls no, yet by any chance? I think it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah, I'd be I'd be intrigued as to your thoughts and like his oh a monster calls um, is by owner's last film. I like I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Um, but it was like it was in my top ten that year. Um, and yeah, uh, oh, hell of a film I thought, but we'll, we'll we'll see what you guys think. Um, so yeah, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Um, uh, Dude and the Monkey at gmail dot com at Ian Loring at Dude Foz at uh, Bexy Foz B E X Y F O Z. Boom. And uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, that is Dude and the Monkey episode thingy. Two fifty eight and we're out. Continue enjoying your holiday ears.
Gracias. Uh, enjoy I will. working. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, nice one. Cheers, guys. Good show. That was, that was great. Love your job. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Oh, I, uh, I, no boozy. No boozy. <laughs> nice one. Cheers, guys.